Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Well, good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills, and welcome to all of you who are visiting us and joining us for our worship service, our online worship service. I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid. 
I'm the senior minister of this beautiful spiritual community. And I want to start off by giving a shout out to our music team, Nicholas, Laurel, Bernard, Michael, and Lauren. Thank you for that beautiful way that you uh, opened up our worship service. Um, that song was amazing. And singing hallelujah in that song was a perfect way to usher in the Holy Spirit in our service. So thank you so much for that. I want to start I want to start off with our announcements and then we can go right into the rest of our service. So I'd like to start off by um, asking you to please keep Doug Kuthi and Paula Lasecki in your prayers as they grieve the transition of their daughter Ann Kuthi. Uh, yesterday was a private there, there was a private memorial service held in her honor. And it was a beautiful service that I officiated. It, it, the, it was a beautiful way to remember her. For those of you who would like to share your condolences with Doug and Paula, you may um, refer to the email that was sent out on Wednesday. It has the information in there. If you did not get that email, you can email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com and I will send you the information to where you can send your condolences and sympathy cards to Paula and Doug. Um, today we're having our Zoom Sunday Fellowship at 11 a.m. And the link for that is on our YouTube page, our Facebook page, and our website, unityfh.com. If you have trouble getting to any of our events using the Facebook page or the emails that are going out, please go to the website, unityfh.com, and um, use the link from there because it always works. Also, on Monday, uh, tomorrow, we are continuing our Zoom house parties um, at 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. Everybody is welcome to join us. Last week, we didn't have the 7 p.m. because we had our, board, our monthly board meeting, and we decided to continue to wait to enter the building so we won't be opening the building for Sunday services soon is just still too um, too dangerous we think with, with how the coronavirus is still increasing in Michigan so we will keep you uh, informed and we'll let you know when we um, have our next town hall meeting that gives you all the information for when we will get back in it but right now we're still postponing and, and waiting and see so Wednesday evening, we're having our meditation, our Zoom meditation at 7 p.m. That link and the link for the website, I mean for the house party, are on the website, unityfh.com. I want you to save the date for the, um, the events that I'm about to share with you. On September 9th, we're having our World Day uh, of Prayer service, and that's a Wednesday. Again, it's Wednesday, September 9th from 6 p.m. to 8, uh, 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. And that link will be on our website. Also, um, the week of the 21st through the 24th, I will be attending the online uh, Great Lakes Unity Regional Conference. So for those days, I will be on vacation and I will be back on the 28th. So during that week, we will continue to have our events 
On Mondays, we will still have our house, our house parties. Elliot Gear will be um, hosting those for me. And then for Wednesday evening, we will be having Reverend Bonnie Gardner um, lead our Wednesday evening meditation. So you can still participate and enjoy yourself during that week. And on Sunday, we will be having our All Music Sunday, the 27th of September. And uh, I'm excited about that. The, the, um, we haven't had a Music Sunday in a while. So Lauren and uh, Nicholas and Lauren have a beautiful, uh, mu and the music team have a beautif beautiful music, uh, All Music Sunday service um, that they're preparing for you all. On Monday, September 28th, I will be back from vacation and we will be starting our critical critical conversations it will be 7 uh, 7 p.m. It will take the place of the 7 p.m. house party that we uh, were having. So that's when we're going to start our critical conversations. And then on Sunday, October 25th, we are going to have our giving Sunday. So to be informed on all these activities, uh, classes, um, our cl we will be having a class coming up soon. Um, probably in October, but I'll let you know about that later on. Um, so for more information on our classes, our groups, our activities and events, and to sign up for our email blast, please visit our website, unityfh.com. For those of you who would like to schedule an appointment with me, an appointment with me during my office hours, which are Tuesdays, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Wednesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m., you may email me. And if you want to send any prayer requests in, you may email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com. I'm also available if you have an emergency. You may contact me by calling me at 313-515-3071. This concludes our announcements. And so now, as we listen to the beautiful voices of our band, singing surely the presence let us prepare our hearts and our minds to hear the daily word and for our opening prayer The Daily Word for today, Sunday, August 9th, 2020, is Appreciation. 
The affirmation reads, I am grateful for the good in my life. I'll read that again, and then I ask that you affirm that with me. I am grateful for the good in my life. Together, I am grateful for the good in my life. And the message reads, Today, I take time to appreciate the abundance that surrounds me. I notice the beauty of the natural world, the talent and dedication behind the music and art I enjoy, and the skill and commitment of the people who work to maintain a safe and orderly world. The more I focus my attention on everything I have to appreciate in my life, the more I notice even more blessings. I am eager to share the gift to share the gift of appreciation. So I give my full attention to someone I care about as I share a meal or a favorite activity or simply a quiet moment together. Feeling grateful for my life's blessings, I feel renewed appreciation for the love and beauty that enriches my life. And the scripture for today comes from Luke is chapter 10 verse 23, and it reads, Then turning to the disciples, Jesus said to them privately, Blessed are the eyes that see what I see. Let us go into a brief meditation. So please close your eyes gently. Take a deep breath. Exhaling deeply. And take two more deep, deep breaths and exhale deeply with each exhalation. And just allow your consciousness to float right down into your heart center, right in the center of your chest, bringing your focus down in that heart area. Becoming aware of the presence of peace and stillness and acknowledging that one power and one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe, God the good omnipotent. Let us just silently sit in the peace and unity and oneness with the presence of God just for a little bit. And now hold on to that feeling of peace and stillness, knowing that you can draw your attention to that beautiful peace and quiet within you at any moment and any time. And God, as we come out of this meditation, we bring the awareness of your presence, your peace, your stillness, and your love with us, knowing that you are always behind the scenes blessing us every moment of our lives. Thank you for your divine gift of love. Amen. <sighs> that was nice. And now let us know our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. 
This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us affirm our growth affirmation, which we know is working. So as you affirm it, affirm it with a heart full of gratitude and thanksgiving. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. And now we're going to have our first special song entitled More Like Falling in Love, and it'll be led by Laurel, and I will be back with our message for today.
I really like that song. Thank you, Laurel. And thank you for the rest of you um, in our music team. You always do an awesome job on that. Actually, the words in that song were very powerful and really connect to the unity movement. I love how you all pick the perfect songs that have the lyrics that open up the what, you know, the, the teachings or the vibration of what unity is all about. Thank you for that. That was, that was awesome. I appreciated that. And I love, so it was a perfect music. It was a perfect performance and it was perfect, a perfect video all wrapped in a perfect combination. Thank you all. That was awesome. <laughs> so I heard this I heard this cute joke about this guy who was sat sitting under a tree. It was a huge tree with nuts in it. And he's sitting there looking up at it. And he starts thinking about how God created this earth. And he starts fussing at God. And he says, God, you weren't very smart in the way you uh, created the earth. You got this huge tree here with tiny nuts. And then you have small plants with, for big watermelons. He said, what sense does that make? That doesn't make any sense to me. These huge tree with a tiny nut and a small plant with a huge watermelon. And then all of a sudden, while he's sitting there um, fussing at God about the inadequate way that God created this earth, a nut plops down and pops him in the head. And he looks up and thinks about it and says, oh, my goodness. Thank God that wasn't a watermelon. <laughs> uh, so I have been really in deep meditation this week, feeling what it is God would have me say, would have me speak on what God's message is for us today. And as I stand here, I remember this video that I saw yesterday where this pastor is a white white minister who asked this young black man to come up on the um, platform and the video was on YouTube and it's entitled um, pastor washing young man's young black man's feet. So he has the young man come up and sit down on the, on the platform on the stage. And so he's talking and he starts talking about how when the current president was voted into office, the slogan that he used was let's make America great again. And he referred to the black, the young black man and said, you not, you just, you don't just represent your uh, race as a minority. You represent all of the minorities in the United States who have not been treated well. He said, I realize as a white man that America has never been great for you or any other minorities. As a matter of fact, the only only race or only people that America has really been great for, he said, great, great for is us white people, he said. And he said, so that includes Native Americans whose land we've come in, uh, uh, and taken over. It includes Asians from Pearl Harbor um, being held as prisoners for four years. It includes Mexicans, Hispanics. Um, he was talking about all of them and he was using this young man to refer to that and then he said you know Jesus washed the feet of his disciples 
And that was Jesus's way of being humble and being of service and showing ultimate love to his disciples. And so he turns and he kneels down and he washes the feet of this black man while he continues to his, his sermon, talking about how the greatest way to love this young man is to honor him and respect him. And the feet are the parts of the body that get dirty from walking around. And to sit and wash a person's feet is to show respect for that person as a child of God. He also mentioned that one of the great, one of the things that's keeping the United States where it is right now is that it is hard for white for whites to let go of the ego and see through the eyes of spirit. But the truth is, that's what's holding us all back in a way. That's part of all of us um, moving forward in our healing in any way of our life. So it's not that that refers to just white people. It's for all of us that there is a way that blocks us from moving forward when we are focused and stuck in the ego mentality um, and what we want in our human expression versus what God would want in our spiritual expression. And so he finished washing this young man's feet. He dried them. And then he, uh, the young man stood up and they hugged. And through this whole video, it was 11 minutes long, I cried and I cried and I cried. He said that the only thing that will really heal the United States is Jesus, the, the love of Jesus. And I agree with that. I agree with the only thing that, will, that we can truly do to heal the fractured consciousness of the United States is to come through the heart of love. And so as I'm sitting there asking God, what would you have me speak on? And then I see that video. I realize that the title of my talk for today is what would you have me be? Imagine what the world would be like, not just the United States, but the world. Imagine what the world would be like if we all asked God every minute of the day, what would you have me be? And if we followed what our spirits say from the inside out, if we followed the unction that we hear from God, imagine what this world would be like if we followed what God said. And so as I was taking in that title, the scripture came to me to, to use today that came to me comes from Ephesians is chapter four, verses one and two. And this is entitled unity in the body. And I'm going to be reading it from the new living translation. Again, it's uh, Ephesians chapter four, verses one and two. Verse one reads, therefore, I, a prisoner serving the Lord beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling for you have been called by God. And actually all of us have been called by God. And this is what we've been called by God to do. Verse two, always be humble and gentle, be patient with each other, making allowances for each other's faults because of your love. 
And so as I'm sitting there taking this in, the answer comes to me to that question, what would you have me be? And that answer was love. I would have you be love. And so then I refer to another scripture because I wanted to connect some dots on what do you mean by that God? Because I know God's not talking about the human expression of love. Because when God breathed the breath of life into Adam, God literally, literally breathed the essence of who God is into Adam and became one in life with Adam. And so the scripture that came to me when I started meditating on that and when I actually saw that experience in my mind's eye, the scripture that came to me comes from 1 John chapter 4, verse 16. And it says, we know how much God loves us and we have put our trust in his love. Love is God and all who uh, live in love live in God. And God lives in them. So I'm sitting there right after watching this video of how this white pastor extends love to not just the young black man, but to all minorities who have not experienced America as being great for them. And I'm seeing that the vibration of love is what is the healing agent in this world, that it will bring us to a place of love, that, I mean, harmony, peace, justice, and unity, uh, that what will do that is love, but not just love. Here it says you, it says that we know how much God loves us. On our human perspective, we do not. But when you drop down into meditating in spirit, you know, and you can feel, and you can get a very aware, strong awareness of how much God loves you. But this is the beautiful part. When you realize that you are loved by God, then you can put your trust in that love. So what does it mean to put your trust in that love? It means to lean on God's love, to be the healing vibration that moves in and through you to heal this world. The next part of this scripture in 1 John chapter 4, verse 16 says, God loves you and we have put, uh, it, no, it says, God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. And so what that means is when you start to acknowledge the love of God inside of you, that's what we are here to be. That's what God created us to be. The expression of spiritual love and unity and oneness. That is so powerful that when you pray in love, when you speak in love, when you be in love, that very vibration aligns everything to become in alignment with love, which is God. The vibration of God. What would you have me be? God says, I would have you be Love, the vibration of me, the highest vibration of me. God is saying, just as Jesus, Jesus said, love one another as I have loved you. And then he also says, I have loved you as the father has loved me. Jesus moved in the expression of spiritual love. And that is what moved through Jesus to heal through his words to heal the vibration that came out of his words when he prayed. That's what opened it up to heal. And so let's connect that 
with this scripture from Ephesians chapter four, verses um, one and two. Now, we already said that we are called by God and what we are called by God to do as we be love is to be humble and gentle. Now, being humble, of course, means to lower your high expectations of yourself, high um, esteem of yourself as if you're superior to other people. We are not. We are all equal expressions of God's equal expressions made in God's image and God's likeness. But we're uniquely different. No one is better than the other, but we were uniquely different. And when you remember that, you come from this place of humility and it opens you up to want to be that expression of God in every way towards every person in the same kind of way, knowing that as you love them, you are letting the presence of God love you and the healing vibration of God heals the fractures in the consciousness of this world. It starts from within out, but it starts not from your human expression, from your spiritual expression of being humble and gentle to everybody. Even those who are not behaving to you in the most loving ways. I remember when I was teaching, I was substitute teaching and I was teaching for these preschoolers and they were uh, four years old. And one of the the, the, kid, the girls were playing and one of the girls accidentally hit the other one in the head with her toy. And when the little girl came, the, who got hurt, came to me crying, I, we, we both walked over to the um, little girl who did. She didn't realize she hit the one in the head. So after we told her what happened. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, here. And she handed her toy that she accidentally used to hit the girl in the head, handed it to the young girl who was crying. And the little girl stopped crying. And then the other girl said, hey, come on and play. And they played together. That's coming from a heart of love. A spiritual expression that hasn't been tainted yet with holding on to a grudge or hasn't been really raised up yet to see a difference from each other where one is superior. They see each other as the same and they enjoy each other on that same expression of love. And that is what we are to do. We are to do, be gentle and humble with each other and to release any expression that is outside of that to openly express love. So then that goal, that means to be patient with each other. That's the next part of this. And being patient. When you look up the definition of patient, it means to be able to ex accept or tolerate delays. So the healing in the United States is not going to happen immediately. It, the whole harmony and expression of justice and peace and harmony and oneness is happening gradually. God is still in the midst of it, but we have to be patient with everyone involved, especially with ourselves. And then when we give ourselves that patience, when we're humble and gentle towards ourselves and give ourselves that patience, we are allowed to, in the presence of the Spirit of God, give that to others as well because what happens is we've activated by living in love and knowing that as we live in love we live in God we activate the love in ourselves and the love in ourselves opens up the healing vibration in the United States United States and in the world and next it says making allowances for others 
for e making allowances for each other's faults. Now, what does that make to make allowances for each other's faults? It means to move into a place of forgiveness, forgiving each other and accepting each other and accepting the situation um, due to the, cir the special circumstances. So what's going on in the world? Those who are living right now did not create it. We've all inherited what we're experiencing right now. And we still are accountable and responsible for how we use what it is that we've inherited, how we move into a space of healing those aspects that need to be healed and stepping even more powerfully into those aspects that are already perfect, dismantling the ones that are not working and building up a life together that is working. But it cannot be done unless you make allowances for each other's faults, starting from your own, wherever you are at fault, make an allowance for yourself and then allow yourself to use that same love that you feel for yourself for others. But it has to come from the guidance of God. When I saw that white pastor humbling himself to release the ego and to accept that this is wrong, how you are being treated as a minority in the United States. And I'm going to do my part. That opened up a healing inside of him. And a healing inside of the young man. That is the change that you want to see that they wanted to see in this world. And it is up to all of us to do that. To shift and move and let go. Live in the vibration of God's love. Knowing that God's love is what we can trust on. Trust in. Trust that God's working through you. God is loving through you. God is healing through you. That is what, when you ask, what would you have me be? God would have you be love. God would have you be humble. God would have you be gentle. God would have you make allowances. God would have you be patient. God would have you open your very heart to the expression of God's love. Let go of your way of loving because our way of loving usually has some type of conditions and we are not strong enough to handle the type of love that we need to be an expression of healing in this world. But God is. So move your vibration into meditation and sit with God. There are times when I get upset when I see things that are going on and my mind starts to move into a space of, of getting stuck in what I'm seeing on the news or Facebook. And I, I can start feeling the, this, the upset feelings coming up and I have to stop myself and I have to say, this isn't the truth. I know what I see, God. This isn't the truth. What would you have me be? And so this question has been with me for a long time. And when I sit and say, what would you have me be? I always hear love. I would have you be love. And it creates a state of peace in me. And I hear that scripture, peace, be still and know that I am God. So it's the peace, be still. I mean, the peace, 
Be still that Jesus said to the storms. And then it's the be still and know that I am God. We cannot do this on our own. Even if we try to love from a human expression, we cannot do this on our own. We need God's love. We need to do what it says in 1 John chapter 4, and that is to live in God and let God live in us by living in the love within ourselves. And when you connect that with being humble and gentle, with being patient, with making allowances for others, coming from a space of love, that will open up the door to the healing in this world. So I ask you, imagine what would happen if everybody in the world were to ask this question, what would you have me be? And then to live from the expression of what you hear in the inner recesses of your spiritual expression of love. How would this world look? Let us start one person at a time, you and me. Let us start by asking that question. What would you have me be in any circumstance in the moment you wake up in the morning? God, what would you have me be? And just sit in that space. We can still keep creating our day in gratitude and in love and ask God, what would you have me be? Imagine what this world would be if we literally followed what God said to that question. It will always be love. And out of that, we will see the justice we want to see. We will see the peace. We will see the harmony. We will see the unity and we will be, see the expression of oneness in this world. Join me in asking that question on a regular basis. Hear what God has to tell you and follow the expression of being loved, being humble, being gentle, being patient, making allowances for others for their faults and coming from a place of the love that is God that was breathed into humankind when God breathed the breath of life in Adam. Let us start in your heart. Let love be manifest in this world and let it begin with you. Namaste. Thank you, God. And now as we go into the next phase of our service, our giving segment, allow yourself to just feel the breath of God manifesting the experience of prosperity and joy. And let us affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. And for those of you who are giving online, you may go to unityfh.com. Click on the donate icon on the top right hand um, part, uh, upper part of the website. When you go in, you can use your credit card or you can pay through PayPal. Once you go in, you can also specify how you'd like your online love offering to be used through Unity of Farmington Hills. 
if there's not an icon on there that you are wanting to use, there's a little pencil picture on there. Click on that and key in how you'd like your uh, donation to be um, designated at Unity of Farmington Hills. You can also may, uh, have donations be sent through your purchases through smile.amazon.com. We're working on getting Kroger set up as well. For those of you who are sending in checks, you may send them to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And for every way that you give of your time, your talent, and your treasure to our beautiful spiritual community, the board and I thank you so much. And for every, everything you are doing behind the scenes that we don't know about to help to expand and bless this spiritual community, we thank you for that as well. And now we are going to have a, another song today. This, uh, this will be our second special song, and it is entitled Do All You Can, and it will be led by Michael. And then I will be back to lead us in our virtual prayer circle and to close us out with the prayer for protection. I'll see you in a minute.
I like that song, Do All You Can. And I loved seeing in that video the transformation in not just the young man, but in everyone who he touched. And even the older gentleman who was looking across the street um, when, he, when the young man was giving money to the um, family, the daughter and the mother. That was an awesome experience. And that last question, what do you desire most? I truly believe in my heart that is the same thing that God would have us be, and that is love. Huh. Thank you, guys. That was awesome. And so now let us uh, do our virtual prayer circle. So please think of the names that you would like to um, have in the prayer circle, and then we will do the prayer. So God, as you hear these names being called out into the circle and even thought in our minds that we would like for you to transform the situations in their lives or their bodies or their minds or their souls in whatever way their soul needs healing, their situation needs healing. We see it done right now. We pray from the celebration and the thanksgiving and the gratitude and the awareness that you've already answered the prayer requests of everybody whose names have been called out into this circle, even if the name is the very person who's calling it out. Thank you for blessing everyone in this circle, for blessing Unity of Farmington Hills, for blessing this beautiful worship service, and every single person who contributed in, in, contributed in creating it and promoting it. I thank you for blessing them as well. God, thank you for blessing and healing this world and moving us into a higher expression of what you would have us be. And that is the expression of spiritual love, your love. In the mighty name of the Jesus and the Christ that dwells within, we pray. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us pray our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. I'll see you all who are coming to the fellowship. I'll see you at 11 o'clock. And for those of you who are not, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Enjoy your beautiful week. I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid, the senior minister of this beautiful, beautiful spiritual community. And I will see you later. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.